What's up, wild ones? This is Nika Carly, and you are listening to The Rewilding Experience. Let's get it. I get asked a lot about desires, about the the things that are howling in our bodies and also how do we express them in sex how do we ask for those desires in a way that not only enhances and expands our own pleasure but also the connection with whomever it is that we happen to be having sex. So if you're in deep partnership, new partnership, whatever it might be. And also, this feeds into having sex with yourself, making love to yourself, making love to your own soul. Desire is, hmm, it's a tricksy little minx, yeah, like, it can come and it, it, it can it can come, huh? It can hit us so hard out of the blue and it's just like everything, everything we've ever wanted and everything that we thought we ever wanted. And in one moment, it can just seem to coalesce into this liquid remembrance of who we are and our body feels turned on and alive and our breathing changes, our hormones shift, the chemical signals in our brain, everything begins to just like, whoa, it, it comes online and everything, the entire circuitry of our system is transformed just by the activation of desire. And why is it then so challenging for some people to speak their desires. One of the things that I, I, I've found um, that I, I've always been like pretty hardcore with asking for my desires in the bedroom, like pretty spot on. However, there were a few instances when I wasn't. And until I wasn't, I couldn't really understand what it would even feel like in my body to be incapable of asking for my desire. So, and, and even in the instances when I didn't really just like full on own my desire and speak them and, 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 and be witnessed in them, it had nothing to do with my partner at the time. It was all me. And the only times when I was like, oh yeah, like I, I just, I didn't feel like I, I, I didn't stand in my power. I wasn't fully, I wasn't fully there. And it was because I was in a shame or guilt spiral about something that had absolutely nothing to do with having sex with that person, right? Like something else in my life where I was like really, really, really deep in shame and guilt. And that translated in me not speaking my desires, not standing in my own power. And so one of the things that I share when people ask about this, oh, like how, how do I, how do I drop into my desires? How do I ask for them? How do I, how do I really begin to have deep communion with another person, with another soul around what it is that I want to be seen in and witnessed in? 
And the thing that I share is what's underneath it, right? Sometimes it's what's underneath the desire in that we, maybe we don't feel like we deserve the, de the desire or um, if there is, uh, if there is even shame around what it is that you, that, that you feel like you desire. You're like, oh my God, this is wrong. Or there's a lot of judgment. You were raised with a lot of judgment. Like maybe you really want to explore some like delicious kink, some delicious bondage, something like rope play. And you're like, there's just no way because you had such deep encoding around what that would mean about you, around what that would mean, how, how your partner would view you, what that would mean on a God soul familial ancestral level like all of the stuff that that we bring into the moment the moment is the moment is the moment <laughs> but what we bring into the moment determines how we show up in the moment and so it might be how you're feeling about the actual desire itself it might also have absolutely nothing to do with that desire which is very often the case as well right like you're wanting to, let's say, bring in um, rope play, or you're, or you're wanting to slow down, or you're wanting to speed up. You're wanting to really drop into maybe some tantric, uh, delicious, conscious liberation and uh, um, reawakening through your sex with your partner. And maybe up until then, it's just been kind of very unconscious, like, or, or even, even what I found is that when sex is good, the two partners are like, do we rock the boat here, right? Like, do, <laughs> our sex is good. If I bring in anything else, my partner's going to think that I don't think it's good or that I'm, I'm wanting to, to step out of the relationship if it's monogamous, or even if it's, even if it's a poly relationship, right? Maybe it's a closed poly relationship. And if you like, Hey, I want to try this, or I want to, you know, explore some like deeper consciousness and, um, uh, evolution through our, through our lovemaking, even in closed poly, they might be like, wait a second, hold on, hold on. Right? Like <laughs> you're rocking the boat, you're rocking the boat. We don't do that. And so whatever kind of partnership you're in, the idea, even if it is good of bringing something else into it, can it can bring up all of the safety and belonging and love stuff that we have, that, that hierarchical of need stuff, that, that um, a lot of the, the unmet childhood need stuff that we have, that we all hold inside on some level in very different ways. And also a lot of it can come back down to those, those base needs. And so it brings up all of this stuff. And so we, um, we can get to a place in, in anything that, that, that's presenting itself, anything that our body is offering up to, to be witnessed, to be integrated, to be processed. There is a space in which we are able to remove the veil and see clearly, um, or we can continue to see with this like filmy, dirty lens that, and I don't mean dirty as in sex, dirty as in bad, dirty as in encoding around sexuality in and of itself and all this stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean actual like dirt, 
muck, <laughs> layers of, of grime and grit and other people's ideas of who you should be and what sex should mean and what your sexual identity has to, has to look like. And if you identify this way, then okay, well then you have to do these things and you have to follow this, this set of rules for, for someone who identifies as this and blah, blah, blah. So if the lens, if we choose to see clearly, then there is a space at which, or a, a point at which we need to, to go deeper. We need to take that deeper look as to, is it, if, if the trouble, for instance, is asking for your desires, what's underneath that, right? Like, okay, if I'm feeling scared to, to bring in, like, wow, I, I, I'm ready for that, like, headboard banging, toe-curling, make-you-see-God type sex. Like, I want the conscious awakening, partnership, remembrance, intimacy, vulnerability, raw, wild, oh my God, like, I, what is this? The stuff that legends are made of, like, yeah, I want that. <laughs> is the problem that it, it's scary to, to ask for that? Or is there something else underneath that? Like, sure, having conversations can be tough. Having deep conversations around shit that actually matters, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can be a challenge. And also, like, the the option, the, the alternative is to have superficial conversations around stuff that does not matter to you. I mean, it's a choice, yeah? So let's say you're willing to have these conversations. It then becomes, okay, so... This is the conversation <clears throat> that I want to have, no matter how challenging it might be. What is underneath this? Like the resistance to having this conversation. Yeah, sure, it might be challenging, but if it's if there is like really deep, like I I a fear, like I can't, I don't want to, and you avoid it, and you do everything, and you you invest in a million other things, and, and I mean investing financially, energetically with your time, with your effort, with your, with your creative output. Sorry, I need to, mm, hold on. <clears throat> oh, the throat, the throat, the allergies. Okay, I'm back. Investing in all the ways. So if you, we, this is something that I found. Desire, having these conversations. It's something that we say that we want, but people will invest in everything else in all the ways, right? Except investing in doing the work to figure out why they're not already having these conversations with the people that they love, with the people that matter to them most and the people that they want to matter to the most. And if we are willing to start having these conversations, we've got to look at why we're not already. Like, why has it been so challenging? Why do we, and, and sometimes, I've had clients, students that, that come in and they're like, yeah, I started having a conversation then I just started like completely disassociating. Like I just checked out, like left my body. Like I, I think we were having, I think we were talking, I don't know, <laughs> but there is a space where it no longer even feels safe to be in your body, to have these conversations, to talk about these things. And sexuality is one of those things that really drops us into it can drop us into a, a deep avarice for, 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 you know, for our life, for being, being who we are, for, for our own identity of, of who we think that we are and all of the, the layers and nuances and, and, and nooks and crannies that make up 
the, the way that we identify in the world. And as such, it is one of the deepest portals for our own liberation. And if you've been with me a while, then you know, like one person's liberation means absolutely nothing without the liberation of all. Like, so if one person has, oh my God, I'm so free. Yes. And I'm not like, oh yeah. And then I'm just going to go live my life as this free person and like, you know, F everybody else. Like one person's liberation. It's almost like it's, it's a false sense. It's a false layer of liberation if we're not all doing the work and yes, all doing the work for the liberation of all. And sexuality is one of those places. It's one of those portals that we can truly step into and liberate ourselves. And then be in the way that we show up after that is that we get to step into the work of our soul in a whole new way. We get to step into the conversations that we have in the world in a whole new way. We get to step into mm, our pleasure, <laughs> our own, like our, uh, the way that we exist in our own skin, how we, how we feel in our own skin. Yesterday, I was doing a tantric sex meditation and... I'm, it was really like, just like, be the observer in your own skin, be that. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is super easy for me. This is, I, I mean, even as a kid, I would like freak myself out just like being the soul in this body. And it was just like, whoa, this is, what is happening? And, and so being the observer is quite, that, that, that part's not a challenge for me. But I noticed when I fully allow myself to be the observer, I, I feel like I'm in the space of an observer uh, or of the observer in my own body. Like I, I'm in that soul space a lot of the time, just innately, just I'm, I'm very naturally in that space. And as a kid, it made it really hard for me to connect with other people because it seemed like they were not in that soul space, the observer space, like of, of look, I, I felt like I was just stuck in this this thing and I was looking out at the world and that no one else got it like no one else was looking out at the world they were just like this body and they didn't realize that they were the soul in the body very challenging in childhood also still challenging in adulthood sometimes right but during the meditation yesterday it was like I, I had this moment of of witnessing myself when I like there was this there was an edge for how much presence I could hold with my soul self, how much presence I could be in the embodiment of the observer before I started to feel trapped and not trapped like my soul is trapped, but like trapped as in my soul was trapped in my body, like as in my body had become this prison guard, this, this, this cage. And so there was this edge that I noticed and it was like, okay, there, this is, this is the, this is the thing. This is the liberation point. This is an access point within my body. Um, I call them access points. This is my access point to go deeper, to, to excavate, to go into the underworld, to, to really look at what's happening here. And with this, which is one of the, right? Like, again, this is sex as liberation. Okay. Especially like when you're really bringing in consciousness and and devotion and and ritual and and this uh and of course what i call primal self-reintegration like when you're bringing that into your sex then you get to you get to find these access points and and so i was able to witness this edge and to be able to breathe through it and move my sexual energy through that edge and 
I was able to notice like, wait, this perception that my body has been this cage all along, that my soul is stuck in here. Like my soul, when I get to that edge, it's like my soul just starts screaming and howling because it just wants to fly free. Like it wants to be able to expand everywhere and touch everything and not be confined to one body. And if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. If you don't, then you're probably like, what the hell is this chick talking about? But, you know, hopefully you'll get something from this anyways. <laughs> and when I had, when I hit this, this point, there was, and I, and I breathed through it, there was this moment when I was finally able to, to feel like my body was not the cage, but instead my body was my safety. Like my body was not, um, uh, not like the prison guard for my soul, but my body was like this amazing warrior, like elite guard that protected my soul rather than entrapped my soul. And that my body was what allowed me to fully experience life with grounding. Like my body is the, mm, it is the actual, like the, the thing that allows me to touch God and to touch the whole human experience at one time. And I wouldn't get it if I wasn't in a body. And so when I say that, um, and you've probably heard it, right? But when I say that sex is one of the greatest paths for our own liberation, I really mean it. And the reason that it can be so challenging for us to have conversations around our desires and to have a meaningful communion without disassociating is because we can start to feel unsafe in our body. We can start to feel like our, like we're stuck, like we're trapped in that experience. And we have to, um, we like, like our, like our paws in a trap and we have to gnaw our paw off in order to get free. Like we will do anything. Like we just have to get out of that conversation and it takes a really deep, honoring reverence um with with who you are and also a regulation of your nervous system and all, like the the skills and the nuances and the discernment to be able to regulate your nervous system while you're having these conversations and also stay present with the human who's in front of you like that you're having the conversations with right like because it's not just a one-way thing like oh i'm gonna process all of my shit on you it's not that we process and we integrate within our own body and then our partner or partners are there for and even like more, ooh, just like, ugh, like orgasmic and sensual and sometimes yes, scary and uh, uh, this connection, right? Like they're, they're, they're a space to, to come into deeper communion on this human experience. So yeah, that was a bit of a tangent and rambly, but I mean, when is it not? When am I not? So <laughs> <laughs> Let me know what comes through for you with this. DM me over on Instagram. I'd love to, I'd really, I'd love to know where you are with, with owning your desires and, 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 and then speaking them, right? And then, and then of course, being able to receive them. I mean, that, that's a whole other conversation actually. <laughs> yes, goes, it all interplays, but that's, that's an, that's a conversation in and of itself, being able to receive your desires. So yeah. Um... I think that feels, yeah, that feels yummy and complete. So 
I also want to share with you that I just opened up a five-week workshop. I have an entire library. I don't know what else to call it right now, so it's it's a library, but it's called the Rewilding Grounds. Like so, it, it it's like a battleground. It's training camp for the work of your soul, and it's going to be a ton of workshops and just like these amazing experiences, in-person stuff, my wild nectar practices, all of it. And the first one, the first workshop just dropped last night. If you're on the beta list, um, if you're a, if you're a part of Neek Nation, yeah, then you uh, saw that email last night. Um, but even if you're not, <laughs> uh, the new workshop, it's five weeks, you and me. It starts November 11th. It's called Tantric Alchemy for Lovers. It is going all the way. I mean, ovaries and balls deep. <laughs> yeah. On your intimacy, like the raw, wild, unapologetic, immutable, vulnerable, like every, like that, 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 the depths of who you are, we're bringing all of that to the table for you to understand like, wow, how can I love someone so deeply and still not go all the way intimately, right? Like how can I still be holding back? What, What is the fear? What is the doubt? How can I not, how does my body not feel fully safe with someone who, I totally adore and who totally adores me. Or, and if you're not in partnership, this is also the space where you actually do the deep work before you get into partnership, before you take on another partner or partners who are vibrating with your fears, your doubts, your resistance, the, 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 um, the like, oh my God, frantic fluctuations and, um, and frequency in your body that you might be holding the, the, the threat response if you are in a state of flight or freeze or <laughs> fight of bees, anything, whatever, all of it, wherever your body is, this is going to blow your freaking socks off. And I, I don't think that's the saying. And I keep saying, blow your socks off. And I, and I have, I, I, I don't know where it's coming from, <laughs> but that's what it's going to do. It's going to blow your freaking socks off. It's going to blow your soul wide open and drop you into the deepest remembrance of, of who you are and what you desire and being able to ask for those desires in a way that turns on your soul. So if you are, if you are a creator who has felt like you had to decide between the deepest intimacy and, um, and love and companionship and communion and pleasure. If you had to decide between those things or your creativity, your drive, your, 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 your mission in this world, the impact that you're here to create your, your fullest expression. If you felt like you had to choose, this is most definitely for you. If you want to step into a Oh God, this erotic awakening of, of everything really walking in your full orgasmic potential and allowing your sex to be your own liberation. This is for you. We're going into stroking, pussy massage, penis massage. We're going